Touch yourself, not the app. Gamers Podcast, a uh, podcast by gamers for gamers. Uh, welcome to episode 8. Tonight we're talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and with me to talk about that are uh, my usual friends that I guess we'll call them friends, uh, Zach and, and Jeremy, a.k.a. Fin- Infamous and Shockwave, not in that order. Go ahead and say hi, guys. What's up? Hey guys. And then we have a guest tonight to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we, uh, his name is Matt, but we call him by a different name. Everyone say hi to Beans. Hey, Beans. Hey, Beans. 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 We can and <laughs> Beans, we call him Beans because he looks like uh, the character Beans from Even Stevens. <laughs> so... Uh, Beans, I had a clever you... quote from even Stevens I would uh, interject here. Yeah, I, I, we oh. don't. I we like don't. bacon. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> he likes bacon. Uh, and honestly, Zach, we don't expect much out of you in that regard. Beans, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Uh, what what have you been playing? What video games have you played before? When did you start playing video games? That sort of shit. What systems, too? Uh, started playing basically when I was in middle school. I had the Nintendo 64 and then GameCube. The Cube. Most of the games that I played were just strictly Madden and maybe a first-person shooter here and there. And uh, With the Nintendos, I always enjoyed playing The Legend of Zelda, so that was about it. All right. And... Uh... I know Beans from a friend through college, so, uh, but I think we've been friends for, what, going on eight years probably at this point? Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Call of Duty Zombies is really kind of where we played a lot of that, so yelling at Jake. Let us, let us never forget the time we were playing gun, gun game with Jake and yelling left, 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 and he kept turning right, so. He eventually got turned all the way around. Yeah, well, and then he got shot, so it didn't happen. Uh, news! All right. News! Yep, thanks, Robot Zach. Um, Call of Duty. More more news on that, because apparently we can't stop talking about that. Warzone Duos is here. The newest update on Tuesday or Wednesday brought Duos into Warzone. Uh, There's also been a playlist on multiplayer for... Shipment 24/7 and uh, Shoot House 24/7. So they've kind of divided up shoot the ship. I guess another 30 gig update to just allow the ability for two people to play together. There. No, that was just a couple megabytes. That one wasn't bad. Um, that was kind of the normal Tuesday patch update. It took about two seconds to download. It wasn't bad. That's neat. Yeah. Well, no, the big the big update will be on Tuesday or Wednesday because they will start their new season, uh, season four on the third. So, and I'll uh, finally be reaching the point where my computer will be out of space and I won't be able to install the update. Yeah, I know. Uh, newest newest uh, 
characters on there will be Captain Price and Gaz as uh, operators of play as. Uh, in other news, moving on, PS5. Uh, Sony says that the PlayStation 5 price has not been affected by COVID-19 complications. Uh, what that price is, we still don't know. Uh, anyone got any thoughts on this? I mean, let's be honest, they would have to eat that cost because there's no way anyone's going to pay much more than that 550 mark that they're thinking is going to be. So if there was a price hike, they'd probably be looking at less sales anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they're going to be kind of struggling in sales this year anyway, because we've been getting less info about that than we have Xbox Series X. Um, I really think this is the situation where this is another year. It seems to go every other year where, you know, Sony is up and then Xbox is up, Microsoft is up. I think this is the year that Microsoft's going to have a big year with the Series X and Sony's going to kind of struggle with the PS5 and then PS6 and whatever the Xbox will be, it'll probably you know, Sony will probably sell more of those again. And um, even before this whole COVID thing blew up Sony already came out and said that they were expecting the demand to be lower this time around so not all due to the pandemic. No I think a lot of it had to do with their uh, they've had kind of some disappointing announcements here and there so, but Jeremy, you're still going to get the PS5, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yep. Beans, what are your thoughts on this? Are you going to look at a PS5 or an Xbox Series X? I think I already know which way you're going to go, but uh, you got any thoughts to weigh in here? Uh, not really. I've kind of looked more at the Xbox, but as of right now, I see no need of upgrading. My system still works fine. Yeah, I think that's kind of how a lot of us are. I know, I'm sorry, I'm freaking sitting here just chowing down on a goddamn McFlurry while we're doing this, but, um, yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat of, I just built my PC, I got a, an Xbox One that works, so I might do a Series X at some point, but not right now. I'm probably going to take that 550 and then spend it on a graphics card to pair with my overkill CPU I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a, what, a 3900? 3950? 3900. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, honestly, if I'm looking at an Xbox, it's going to be when prices are down, so. Moving on! I'm really excited to talk about this story. This is just, I, I love this. Uh, NYU, well, due to COVID and everything, um, obviously graduations have been um, put on hold and everything like that. Uh, people have had to readjust their graduation plans. Fucking love this story, though. NYU throws a virtual grad party that's an absolute <laughs> shit show, thereby showing that a party can still be a shit show even if you can't physically attend. You don't have to get fucking wrecked. For it to be a shit show. Uh, this I found on The Verge. They may not know how to build a PC, but goddamn, can they write a funny story. Um, apparently, NYU decided to create a Minecraft or Roblox type game, MMO, 
for their graduates to to go into. They have this tradition called Grad Alley. And it's basically an annual block party for the school to celebrate commencement. And they couldn't do that this year because of COVID. Everyone's been home. The uh, administration decided they weren't going to do a refund of semester uh, tuition and everything. And what they tried to do to have some sort of normalcy for these students is they tried to do this MMO. Holy fuck, it was a disaster. Um, quote here from The Verge, uh, according to one student who attended, um, he ran into six people, including a, mysteri a mysterious panda avatar who flew several hundred virtual yards away from him and his friends and claimed to be a moderator trying to make sure everyone was having fun. <laughs> that was kind of odd. Yeah. Uh, there was another bit in here where another student realized his character wasn't actually bound to the ground in the game, so he decided to fly and see how far he could go and did for, like, several minutes just up into the sky in the game, and I think he started having some sort of existential crisis. Like, they, they were finding the seams in this game, which it sounds like most of the game was just broken anyway. Um, they had a bunch of... Uh, they had to create an avatar, which was a legless robotic being with a bubble head and, and googly-eyed stare. Um, some of the skins they could choose from included uh, pandas, as aforementioned, uh, to Game Boys, to Star Trek Spock. Um, and actually, in the story, they have a picture of, a, or they have a tweet that has a picture of the Game Boy skin. And it looks like a Game Boy with a floating head, and it looks like it has seen some shit. Like, it looks like Panda's it's having... about to murder you. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like it's having, like, some Vietnam-style flashbacks here of just wide-eyed, and it's... it's Yeah, I mean, that thing has seen, seen some shit. Um, the tweet uh, says that apparently it... They had um, different rooms that people could get into that were chat rooms or whatever, and that that was the name of, the, of every room. Every room that these people could get into was just named whatever. So, yeah, uh, the game was empty. Easy way to navigate the world. Yeah. Um, one student described it as a vaporwave nightmare. Um yeah, it, my, I think my favorite quote about it, though, was... I'm trying to find it here. Uh, my favorite quote was from one of the students that said, This blocky facsimile of New York just made me miss actually being able to spend time in the real thing with real people instead of in cyber purgatory with a few butt plug robots. Um... Do you do you all want to know the saddest part of this? That uh, there's definitely no game devs from NYU being hired next year. Oh no 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 no! That's <laughs> believe it or not, that is not the saddest bit. Um, they said they learned a lot from this tool, and they think it could be useful in the future if similar situations arise. Here's the sad piece, though. 
they have a it's called nyu game center and i think what they study is making video games and according to this article from the verge game center was not consulted on this project (laughs) the people that the people that make games for at nyu did not know about this uh there's a quote from a professor here um well the spokesman for the university would not address a question about why game center was not consulted um one of the game center faculty said they learned about it through a student um well one look at this would give anyone a reason why they didn't want to be associated with it <laughs> jesus oh no shit it's like, it sounds like the president of the university was like those fucking nerds how hard can it be to make a video <laughs> and they beer. learned yeah it's like if you're trying to make an mmo with a virtual world like why would you why just why would you not consult your game center um one student on here said something about you have to hand it to the to the administration you have to feel a little bad for them because they were trying to do something and and i can kind of see that point they were trying to do something they were it's it's a shit situation all around. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a senior in high school or college right now because you're missing out on a lot. Um, it's a crazy time. The university had this idea. Let's do this quick. They did it. They tried it. I mean, it, it was a well-intentioned, best-intentioned tool. Um, so I, I see that student's perspective in that, you know, you have to feel bad for the university about it and commend them for that. However, they have a game center that they should have consulted, and they did not. So I think they deserve a little bit of roasting on this, too. Sounds like a lot of the students would have rather been in Saw. Yeah, I, you know, it's like, like I say. I would have been favorite, less creepy. Yeah, my favorite quote about it is the one about I'd rather be, you know, back there and interacting with real people than with a few butt plug robots. So, Beans, what are your thoughts on this? I think their intentions were well. <laughs> all the way they wanted. <laughs> you should yeah. be a, a fucking writer for a politician. You, yeah, you should be NYU's spokesperson right now. Yeah. But not, but not for Trump. <laughs> no. Yeah, he wouldn't want you saying that. You'd have you're half-assing it. You need to like full-ass it. Moving on. Uh, this is kind of big here. Uh, NASA and SpaceX. What the fuck is this? Work together to launch two guys with the most generic names ever, Bob and Doug, into space from U.S. soil for the first time in nearly a decade. Uh, they attempted to launch earlier this week, had to cancel though due to weather. So they did launch today from Cape Canaveral, Florida. It's the uh, first time we haven't had to work with Russia. To get people in space, and the astronauts are Robert Benkin and Douglas Hurley. Uh, both have been astronauts <laughs> since generic AF. First names, not so much last name. Well, one one's got a pretty generic last name too. Hurley's. <laughs> well, I mean, if you just associate it from the shirt or the apparel company, then it's not. <laughs> what about Elizabeth too Hurley? Too Meh. So Meh. anyway, yeah, uh, Bob and. Bob and Doug were shot in the space. Uh, both have been astronauts since the year 2000. 
Uh, I believe Bob is an Air Force Colonel. I think he's still active. Doug is a retired Marine Corps Colonel, I believe. So, um, not to be shot into space, not to be confused with shot in space. Right, right, yeah. Shot into <laughs> space. They are, I think they're supposed to rendezvous with the ISS and... Uh, they've got kind of an open-ended mission, whatever the fuck that means. Honestly, if I were going into space, I would very much like to know when does this mission end and what are my objectives, as opposed to just oh, go into space and do whatever you want. I think this is a good this is a good opportunity to mention that uh, Space Force is now <laughs> streaming in Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> and I've please do watch it if you want to be educated on what's going on with NASA and SpaceX's launch. <laughs> I've heard that it's very timely, and actually I've also heard it's not very good. So I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I think it's pretty good. I'd rate it pretty high right now. I'm only two episodes in, but it's worth a, it's it a worth a watch. watch. I'll give it a watch at some point. Uh, yeah, so that is kind of the news this week. Uh, on to our video game review. Video game review. Thank you, Zach. And, uh... This week, we have Beans, obviously, who's been kind of quiet. And Beans played Jedi. In order he's quiet because he's stuck in a basement somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, we did have some technical difficulties prior to it. involved a lot of swearing from us, not from him. Sounded like he was underwater. And as... Yeah. yeah it, it's, uh, so it to was, speak. Yeah. If it involved swearing from him, we, could, we couldn't hear it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not like kind of like one of the adults from Charlie Brown, just so beans. Go ahead and give us uh, tell us a little bit about Fallen Order. Like, uh, if you want to give us just kind of an overview first um, about the plot, but I'd say keep it light on the spoilers because Zach and Jeremy have not played it or have not played much of it and kind of want to. So, what do, what do you got? Yeah, it was a good game. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. A, man, a few words. Man, a few words, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ! All right. So, you want to you want to give us some more on this? Like, give us some details. Like, I, what? What you like about it? Yeah. Well, not even that far yet. Like, give us an overview. What, what's what's kind of the plot of the game, if you will? It's Star Wars. Run around with the lightsaber and you chop things up. God damn it! I mean, no. <laughs> Jesus. I blame Brent for this week. Yeah, I I will take the blame on that. God we did not screen our guests. <laughs> no. I did warn him. Yeah. Well, I, I warned him twice. Are you sure you want me to have me on this episode? <laughs> I said that twice. He, he did. Yeah. He did say it at least at least once. So okay, no. But aside from that, like, what happens in the game? Aside from you run around and chop shit with a lightsaber, what is the story of the game? So basically, but the story keep in mind, game, no major twists at the end. Don't give that away. You're you're this uh, Padawan Jedi that is in hiding and. Um, some events happen to where he decides to protect one of his friends and he blows his cover of hiding 
and is now being hunted. And with him being hunted, he comes across a few uh, friends, per se, that take him and rescue him from being attacked by these Inquisitors. And uh, he begins his journey on continuing the path of becoming a Jedi. So throughout the game, you're visiting these different worlds and uh, you're going and you're finding temples to where you're learning about using your abilities again to become a Jedi. And that's the majority of the game. You're tracking down um, uh, these ancient artifacts to uh, find a list of possible force wielders. And that's kind of about it. All right, so gameplay let's talk about that like if you had to compare this to another game what would you say it's in the vein of like is it comparable to other star wars games is it something kind of completely different is it like a hybrid of other games what how would you describe the gameplay and did you kind of enjoy that aspect of it i i enjoyed the gameplay and the storytelling it was extremely good it was smooth one of the things that I kind of compared it to was, at least story-wise, was kind of with the Jedi Outcast. It, it was a different take on uh, the story that something that you are not really familiar with when you play Star Wars, because you're familiar with the Skywalkers, you're familiar with uh, the Kenobis. Um, but this is someone completely different that was in the Jedi Order, playing as um, someone that is not fully developed yet and using the force so you're you're basically becoming a jedi now at one point i'm pretty sure you said it was it played kind of like assassin's creed too um is that a, a correct assumption yeah um a lot of the assassin's creed features in my opinion are in there where you gotta climb up side of uh, a rock formation or uh, part of a building the other thing in there is is that you can jump off things when you jump off you can attack people that are below you with a lightsaber attack um, that, that was pretty cool so it had, it had a little bit of Assassin's Creed feel to it yeah now and I've played this game quite a bit too i've spent a lot of hours in it um huh it yeah thanks for being surprised on that jeremy um, just giving you some emotion <laughs> yeah i'm just saying <laughs> play up play off of it don't acknowledge it don't acknowledge it deadpool don't quit breaking the fourth wall just keep you going keep you going cool so dicks So, what were some of the things that you liked about this one, Mayor Beans? Uh, one of my favorite things about it was that it was the first game that I played that I had a chance to use a double lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I guess now that I think about it, yeah, I mean, in um, Jedi Outcast and everything in Force Unleashed, you really don't get that chance to do that.
We'll just put a spoiler tag right here. Dude, it's in the fucking trailer. What the hell? I didn't see it. Well, now... Maybe I'm avoiding the trailer. <laughs> Wait, you've been you've been playing just a little bit of the game too, I thought. What the hell? Not that much. I didn't get to a double lightsaber mode. Well, I won't tell you what planet it's on. Okay. Cool. But Beans, how many planets are in this game too that you can explore? Um Use your fingers. <laughs> I think you go to uh, six different planets. Yeah, I think that sounds right too. And then you um, go back and kind of revisit them. Yep. Uh, so, were there other things that you really enjoyed about this game too? I mean, you at the at the top when I said, "Tell me your thoughts about Fallen Order," and you just said it was a good game. What made? <laughs> what were some of those things that stood out to you that just made it just one of those games that you were like, "I like this game," and do you think there's replay value to it? Uh. The biggest thing that I took away that I really enjoyed was basically the storytelling of the game. Uh, some of the stuff that I didn't really care for was that, um, and I heard and I've read and heard a backlash towards it is the dismembering of the uh, the bodies. So you can cut off an arm of some alien creature, but when you go to attack stormtrooper, it's like a scratch. So. I, I understand why the developments went that way, but it, in the end, it was just kind of like, well, you do it for one character, but you don't do it for the other ones. Is so that going to change? Sounds like it's racist and there needs to be a riot. The result is coming. What? So, that was out there. Uh, so, with that, too, though, I mean, how many Star Wars movies have we seen where people get dismembered by a lightsaber, too? I mean, that's... We see it occasionally when it furthers the plot, like Django getting his head cut off. But do we really see that in the movies when they're fighting stormtroopers or, or clone troopers in episode three? Because I, I, I know, obviously, with the droids, they're cutting them in pieces. But in episode three, when they're fighting stormtroopers after episode or after Order 66, I didn't think we saw a lot of dismemberment then either from it. Yeah, um, I've recently watched episode three. And all I remember is when Yoda does his little flip and and kills the stormtroopers. I think that was about it for the uh, those clone troopers. Yeah. Uh, and then when you go and look at the the temple, nothing really stood out of dismemberment. Right. So I I think that's kind of a a whole thing in the Star Wars universe. Um, what were some things you didn't like so much about the game? Um... Oh, sorry. Before before you answer that, though, too, is there replay value to this game? The replay value? Basically, once I beat the game, that was it. Um, <laughs> I never never really went back to play it. Uh, they and then the last month or two, they've added challenges, and I, that has not encouraged me to go back to try those out um, like I said I was more interested in kind of the uh, the story mode of the game okay and now that you know how it ends you're you're uh, <laughs> not as interested in playing again yeah those challenges just, they didn't 
pull me back in like I was hoping that they would. Right. Uh, what what didn't you like about the game so much? No, after gameplay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was kind of hoping that maybe there would be some sort of a DLC that may continue the story or <clears throat> maybe play as a different character. That would have been something uh, that would have definitely have drawn me back in. Okay. Um, so, if you had to give this a ranking on a scale of one to ten, what would you uh, what would you give this? I I think I would give it a seven point five. Seven and a half out of beans. All right, and I uh, assume that means you'd probably recommend a friend pick it up for the full sixty dollars, or would you say wait till it goes on sale? Depends on the friend. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I guess if they're if they're real big into Star Wars, then yeah, I'll probably tell them to uh, definitely get this game. But if they're just looking for just something just to kind of pass the time during this pandemic, yeah, they they could wait for maybe a ten or twenty dollar drop in price. Okay. Uh, Zach, Jeremy, you guys got any uh, question for Beans? Sure. So you said pretty much the driving force for you to play the game through, and you said you completed the game, was the story just to find out what happens at the end? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, um, because you were playing as a character that kind of ties in with the, the movies um, and, uh, in, in that aspect. But without trying to give anything away, I was curious to see what was going to happen with this character. Yeah, and that that ties into my next question. And forgive me if I missed it, but fuck, when does the story take place? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I got important things to go right now. People gotta die <laughs> in the virtual world. Someone's got to do it. Anyways, back to my question. <laughs> so, when does the story take place, like in storyline of the movies? Um, in between. Episode three and Rogue One. Uh, it's gonna be at least a few years after Order sixty six, and then they they do go through some flashbacks. Okay. Of, of that time. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's like five years after episode or after episode three. That, that that does sound about right, but it's been a while since I've played the beginning of that game. Right. Yeah. Um. And my next question. Gameplay. Um, you obviously hinted and stated that you can change your lightsaber as you go through the game. Um, is that something you can modify in the game? Is there anything else you can modify, like a ship? Could you modify a ship? Uh, depends on your definition of modify. Uh, Upgrade? You can, the, you, you can change the paint color and that's about it. <laughs> cool. And you said that there doesn't sound like there's going to be any DLC for this game. Or there is DLC? Or no? I, I haven't heard or seen anything about a DLC coming out to add on to the game. But I have heard recently that they did announce a sequel straight sequel huh yep. 
So they're gonna sell the package as is, hundred percent, eh? I, I guess, but I, I I did read that on the internet, so you you can take it either way. <laughs> we yeah, we have talked about the sequel that they're gonna uh, release for this game too. Um, I think we talked about that on episode two or three. And my last question: You said you didn't have any like what any real gripes with this game, other than it felt like my last. I guess I don't know if I misinterpreted that, but it's more like Assassin's Creed type. Is there any mechanics in the game that you did not like about it? Uh, when it first came out, when I was playing it, there was a few glitches. Okay. Um, but most of those bugs have been worked out, but. I've seen clips on YouTube of people pl- also playing this game around the time that I did to where you'd be attacking someone and the body would just go someplace else. <laughs> GTA style, eh? Just fly off the map. Well, there is a mechanic in the game that I absolutely just got frustrated right when I started playing it. And I was like, oh, oh my God, really? Like literally when you start playing the game, like the very beginning of the game, when you jump to a ledge, you have to hit the button again to confirm that you want to hold on to that ledge. Yes. Yeah. That Okay. Now, before you explain if there's anything additional later in the game for this mechanic, I found that the most frustrating when I was a first player because it's like, I'm going to jump over and onto the edge of this cliff. Um, most people would want to hold on to something at the end. And not having to confirm whether they want to drop down. Well, unless they're a lemming just yelling, for freedom! (laughs) Yeah, just to touch the other side and drop down to their death. Like, why didn't they make it like all these other games where literally you're going to jump over and across dead space to grab onto something and then press another button to drop down if you really want to drop down. I had some issues too with the uh, button for climbing. Like, yeah. I think you have to hold that the whole time to climb and everything. It's like, well, I mean, I'm holding on to this ledge and I'm hitting up to climb, obviously. I'm yeah. But if is there any reason in the game later, like beyond where I'm at? I'm like at a quarter way through the game and it's I still haven't found a reason for it. Like, is there a reason why you want to jump over dead space of death and then have to confirm you want to hold on for your life at the end? Oh, fuck there you. is a secret area on the map that you have to jump and you're jumping over a lot of big gaps and also ball running. Um, He's... And then you have to jump onto something to hold onto something then shimmy across to jump over to another side. Okay, I can understand that. Like, But is there uh, a mechanic added in the game like for combat or something where you want to jump over to the other ledge without sticking to it statically? And dynamically move like down at the same time. Like, okay, (laughs) all right, game devs, here's a here's a gripe for you. Um, yeah, I I had a couple issues with mechanics here and there like that. I know for me though, I overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Like, it was it was a lot of fun to play through for me too. Um, the. There That's are, all the questions I have. I, There are some points, Jeremy, you might get to this, 
Yeah. I know uh, I lived up to the belligerent in our name. Um, Beans, you can probably back me up on this, like, with the uh, bits where you're sliding and then you have to jump over things and do wall running and, you know, kind of those events. Hardcore like, parkour. Yeah, there was, yeah, the hardcore parkour. There were some parts where I know I was doing a lot of swearing because I kept dying a lot. Did you have that issue too? Yes. Yeah, it turns out I just <laughs> am not coordinated. So. Uh, the one I'm thinking about the most is on Dathomir when you're getting into the temple and all of a sudden, like, the, the bridge collapses or whatever and you have to slide all of a sudden. Yeah. I think, I think I had to do that one about 15 times and. Yeah, I had to do that one about twice, but... <clears throat> oh, yeah. There was a lot of me going, Ah, fuck! Because I'd just mistimed the jump, and I'd always end up just... Yeah, a lot of me swearing, so... Zach, you got any questions? You've been awful quiet over there. I think you're the one spacing out this week. Yeah, I mean, no really questions about the game. It seems fairly straightforward, so... I can't <laughs> slash, Star Wars Slash. <laughs> somewhere there's somewhere there's a game mode that there needs to be I don't know if it's in this game or like in Battlefront there needs to be a like the popularity of like the Predator and Alien games there needs to be like a Jedi versus like Padawans you know, like a Sith and Padawans teams. <laughs> is that what it is it's a Padawan hunt just a bunch of little younglings just running for their lives <laughs> they, they I was thinking in more of like yeah, I was thinking more like Jedi versus like a bunch of troopers and uh, Lord Anakin. There's too many of them. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, Battlefront Two had an Ewok hunt mode. <laughs> Padawan hunt mode. Oh, there's got to be some modder out there already thought of that. Oh, I hundred percent. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Just a bunch of um, like, that Wookiee hunt or that uh that hunt mode was pretty terrifying at times. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so little, I, this little flashlight, all of a sudden, this little hairy midget jumps up and fucking throws a spike in your head. Zach's having PTSD. Fucking his, his life as a little Wookiee or Ewok. Just running for his little life. Oh, playing the Ewok was the best. Yeah, oh. I know. You got to fuck shit up with him. Um, I, I will say this, too. that um, No, fuck. I lost my track. Oh. Uh, Beans, what do you think about the potential this game would have for multiplayer? I mean, like, there is not one on this game. However, do you think there would be some potential there if they wanted to? No. Yeah. No. And the only reason why I say that is that takes me back to uh, the Jedi Outcast uh, game that came out for GameCube. There was a multiplayer where you could be a stormtrooper or another Jedi and run around fight other people with lightsabers they in my opinion they could do that with this game and i feel that that would be something new i was so. <laughs> yeah and maybe we'll see that with the second one too but i think that would be kind of cool so. anything else you want to add about this one beans nah yeah, it was a good game <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, well it's I'm improved glad, since the beginning. That's the only way to. That's the only way to close out this review. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's glad that. Yeah, we started with that, and we're gonna end with that on this review. I'm. I'm glad that we were able to get some additional info out of you than just. It was a good game. So. All right. Well, moving on. What are we excited about? Beans. 
as you are the guest, I'm going to let you start with this. What are you looking forward to right now? I have no idea. <laughs> Tomorrow? <laughs> this, this one can only be Chuck's fault. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know this is coming. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Zach, what are you looking forward to? And don't you dare say getting your secret labs chair because we already know that's in there. Made oh, sure I got that was secret labs chair. Yeah, that's I know. I I made sure to tweet it out. Uh, by the way, follow us at uh, at Belligerent Pod, professional podcasting. So, uh, what what are you looking forward to, Zach? I mean, I guess spoiler alert for next week, but looking forward to getting, I guess, back into some Monster Hunter World. I haven't played that since probably a month after launch, so <laughs> just download the update tonight. I'm getting ready to play that for next week. Alright. Jeremy, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm waiting patiently for DLC on Pokemon Sword, so that's what I'm really looking forward to towards the end of next month, so. I'd imagine. Fuck some more Pokemon. Fuck them up. I'd imagine it. No, he meant. Force breed him. Yep, there you go. Uh, I'd imagine both of you are probably also looking forward to getting more Yu Gi Oh cards at some point, too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Zach, right now is the time for you to buy them. So. Mm, no, it's not. It's not. The, the prices are too oh, high with all this shit going I on. Say, well, I was going to say, no one can see your face. So. <laughs> True. Actually, that's probably why the prices are high, is everyone's going out and buying them now, because it's like, I don't have to worry about getting judgment from the cashier. Now they can't <laughs> see my face because of this mask. Now nah, you always buy singles, man. You know yeah. what you want. It's cheaper, you don't buy the pack. <laughs> Alright. And, hey, uh, from... Hey, I'd like to change my answer. Okay, well... To what? That's allowed. <laughs> yeah, because you're changing it from... Up. I have no something idea. Something other than to, nothing. Yeah, what... <laughs> That was a pretty bleak outlook on life that you were giving us there a little bit ago. I hate it. I don't know. What, what are you looking forward to, Beans? The new remaster of Tony Hawk 1 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Okay. I, and when those come out and you've played them, we might bring you back on. I don't know because this has been kind of a fucking train wreck, but... Uh... <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're definitely one. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh... Nice. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to, you'll have to let us know how it is, and uh, yeah, we'll, I, you know, well, it, it's a remaster from the original, so it's it's pretty good. I, we did a Final Fantasy remaster last week, so it uh, the bar's been set. Six. Episode six, we did that. And it we also talked about six, it. Uh, that game, that episode is full of remastered because he also talked about Tony Hawk in that episode. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, we did do that on the news. So yeah, when that one comes out, we'll uh, we'll bring you on, I, I guess, and and let you talk about that. Take notes this time. Yeah. I took notes last time. <laughs> this is a good game. Exactly. <laughs> what, what more did you need out of that? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, it. Um, I think for me, what I'm looking forward to is actually along the same lines as Zach. I'm looking forward to pitting Zach and Jeremy head-to-head on Monster Hunter World, where we're going to do kind of our argument style of uh, episode next week. 
Uh, one of them is going to have to argue for the game, and one of them is going to have to argue against the game, and this is going to be delightful because last I knew both of them actually enjoyed this game. Yep. All right. So I think that pretty much does it for us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. So thanks again to uh, Beans for coming on and putting up with us and uh, letting us make fun of him for a little bit and also discussing Jedi Fallen Order with us. Uh, I'm Brent. Y'all have a good night. And uh, the other two are, are fuckface and shitheads. So. <laughs> good night. Good night.